Hello, I'm Felix, and this is Silent Ma trying his best. Internet. My name is Silent Mark and I'm trying my best. Welcome to episode three of the podcast. Um, thank you all very much for tuning in today. Um, yeah, it, uh, and I'm sorry it's been a bit late. <laughs> um, I had a bit, a few technical issues with my old recorder. I've now got a new one. I'm still trying to get used to, so I apologise straight away if it doesn't sound as good. Um, Thank you all for your support of the last two podcasts um, uh, and for the website and stuff. It's really, really appreciative. You know, people have kind of looked at it and, and listened and it means a lot. It sounds silly, but I don't expect people to listen, which is my problem. Um, so, yeah, today's episode is a small one. It's a short one. Um, it's a story that I wrote. So a couple of weeks back, having a bit of a bad day, I was at work and I thought, you know what, I'm going to write a story. I thought of the ending of it um, and then wrote, and I wrote the entire thing in a day. It doesn't take long, it's about four minutes long, um, but you're going to hear that today. Um, if you like it, please let me know, you know, comment and stuff. Um, I also ask you to go to the website, silentmark.co.uk and um, yeah, listen to it. It'd be really nice for you to to tune in to look at the website and, and, and see what I do there um, I'm going to try and put more stuff on it I've managed to even get linked SoundCloud to the website so can you go to the podcast section and you can click on each episode and it comes up with the SoundCloud bit I'm trying to do more with it I'm trying to do a lot more with it um, so yeah I'll, I'll come back in a second when i've done the story but um here's episode three of the podcast a short story as he sat down to write the 200th version of the same letter he wondered how his life could have been so much different the problem he had with the last version was it seemed too formal too impersonal and the one he just wrote before seemed too heartfelt he didn't think he had the right tone for a letter of such importance at the end of the day he loved her with all his heart he loved her he loved spending time with her he loved sitting alongside her he just loved her and he could no longer handle the feeling he knew she loved him too but he also knew that she didn't think she could be with him anymore so there was only one way around it and that was to let her down as gently as possible the first day they met they knew there was something there a spark a flicker of electricity when she sarcastically said the fuck do you think to the question is anyone sat there it was a sly smile that gave it away the brief upturn of the lips on one side that you do when you've heard an old woman say the word cock or you farted silently on a train and you knew you were about to get off in a second the smile that says let's see if i can get away with this from that moment on they were inseparable by each other's side every single day through thick and thin through good times and bad they laughed together they cried together and they had that one day where they were both so sick they couldn't move yet were still laughing with each other there was a closeness that neither of them have ever had before 
and John now thinks he'll never have again. John had always grown up thinking that if you build it, they will come, because he always took Kevin Costner films, literally. That's why he doesn't trust Dane Cook, he thinks he can breathe underwater, and he doesn't want to miss a thing. What he meant, though, was that if he was himself, if he got himself as comfortable in his own body as he could be, the right person would come along and appreciate it. Which in itself is a nice idea until you realise that John's himself consists of a dark, sarcastic sense of humour, the ability to say the wrong thing at the wrong time, and the tendency for over-flirtation. Even with all these flaws, he thought the right person would get him. The right person would come along, get what he is, and go along for the ride. Then came Rebecca. Rebecca liked to be called Rebecca. If anyone shortened her name, she would tell them, no, her name is Rebecca. If my name was meant to be short, said Rebecca on many an occasion, my mum wouldn't have called me Rebecca and she wouldn't have had a stutter. Which made no sense to anyone because A, her mum didn't have a stutter and B, because giving someone the name Rebecca isn't the cause of someone's stutter or the other way around. Bex, why do you talk about your mum having a stutter when she's never had one? John asked one day with a grin. First, Jonathan, fuck off, said Rebecca. And second, well, it shuts them up, doesn't it? If they think something's wrong, they don't do it again. Unless they're a prick. True, Becca. Very true, said John, just before getting hit in the crotch. This is the way they always were together. Always playful. Always insulting and easygoing. Every day they spent together, things just got easier, easier and easier. Rebecca felt the same way John did. They got on so well that being apart for even a few hours seemed like too long. She couldn't imagine a life without him which is what made her position even harder. After a year and a half of being there, with each other, John couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't take being with her, but not being with her. Being by her side, but being so far away. It hurt him, physically as well as emotionally. The decision wasn't made lightly either. He stayed up for days convincing himself that he could work it out. And the day came he couldn't take it any longer. So there he was with draft 200 of the same letter and he thinks he's found the right words to say it the perfect way. The letter was five pages long, both sides, and I won't bore you with it here, but the idea was basically he was so in love with her and so besotted with her that he could no longer, in all honesty, continue with things the way they were. He ends the letter as follows. I know it's a weird thing for you to read, especially when we've been so honest with each other for so long and especially when I haven't written the word cock once, apart from then. I just think that with everything that has gone on and everything that could happen, I have no other conclusion I can make. So I regret to inform you that this letter serves as my four weeks notice. Regards, Jonathan. So there we go. That was the episode. That was the story. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think. Go to the website, post a comment on social media, all that type of stuff. Um, that's my son coughing. Um, if you go to silentmark.co.uk, uh, you can see there how to support me on Patreon. You can write a suggestion of what you want to hear on the podcast. You can do loads of stuff on there. Go and have a look. Um, that story was the first story I've written in a long time um, and I, I quite enjoyed it it was small but I think it was to the point um, let me, yeah let me know what you think of it 
next week I do have a plan I'm trying to get done um, hopefully it'll come about um, if it doesn't know I will come back with you next week and we will do something fun together um, until then thank you so much for listening thank you for your continued support go to silentmark.com um, you, you can now actually find this on um, iTunes, Spotify and a couple of other places as well um, so do, do keep an eye out for it um, tell your friends basically that, that would be wonderful for you to tell your friends um, until next week thank you so much for listening and I'll see you later take it away plops Silent Mark tries his best was thought of and presented by Silent Mark the cover photo was taken by Tony Knox at Alpha Omega Wrestling the music was by my uncle John's band Weird at Last go to patreon.com forward slash silent mark to support putting me through school. My name is Silent Props. Love you, bye! Look up.